the Tom Sumner Program. Old Fashioned Radio for a New Generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Hey, lucky day, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? <laughs> Hi, this is actor, comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry, what's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner Program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner Program. Old-fashioned radio for a new generation. Our fellow Americans. Right now, the COVID-19 vaccines are available to millions of Americans. And soon, they will be available to everyone. The science is clear. These vaccines will protect you and those you love from this dangerous and deadly disease. They could save your life. So we urge you to get vaccinated when it's available to you. That's the first step to ending the pandemic and moving our country forward. It's up to you. The Tom Sumner Program plays host to the best political roundtable on radio every Wednesday from 10 a.m. to noon. Armchair Politics features great commentary and analysis about the headlines from local, state, and national politics with an alumni of world-class pundits, plus quotes, tweets, and those weird and wacky stories we call The X-Files. If it's Wednesday, catch Armchair Politics on the Tom Sumner Program. This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to The Tom Sumner Show. Get your hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up. Get your hands up, hands up, hands up, hands up.
Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, this is the third half of our three-hour tour known as the Tom Sumner Program. And on Fridays, we always like to put the spotlight on arts and entertainment uh, as much as we can. And uh, that includes, of course, some of the uh, incredible uh, talent that's uh, in and from uh, the surrounding area. And we opened up this hour with a uh, song called Bounce. It's uh, from our musical guest who joins me now by phone, Ross Mead. Ross, welcome to the show. Ross, are you still with me? Well, this happens once in a while where there's uh, something weird. Maybe he can hear me and I can't hear him, but um, maybe he can disconnect and uh, call back and we can reconnect and we'll talk with Ross about the music that we uh, heard. And, um, and here we go. Hey, Ross. Good morning, Tom. Welcome to the show. I don't know what happened, but that happens once in a while, and thank you for uh, catching on and, and uh, getting reconnected. Um, tell, us about the, tell us about the song we opened up with, Bounce. Bounce. Uh, Bounce was written um, by Lonnie Ray. And I know that guy. Yeah, he's a great guy. <laughs> he is a great guy. <laughs> a mutual he's, friend of ours, right? Yeah, he's been on the show a few times, and, and he's just a, gotcha. a great songwriter. Absolutely. Uh, so Lonnie Ray wrote it, and then it was recorded by, uh, rest in peace, the, the late and great Bernard Terry, um, with my band Three Days Dirty, which is myself, Alan D. Yingling, and Mr. John Vance. Oh, I know John. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, he's a great singer. <laughs> and and Ross, um, now what what is the instrumentation of that song? Who all played on it? Um, myself and Alan did basically everything. I want to say, um, I can't remember if. See, we recorded that twice, uh, and the second time with Bernard. Um, there, I played drums. And a little bit of guitar, and I do believe Alan took care of the rest of it, actually. And how, did you record this during the pandemic? How did that work? Well, as far as timing goes, it would have had to have been, I want to say, I think actually that one was recorded before the pandemic. Um, over at uh, the Bernard Terry studio here in, in the Flint area. Right, right, and as you as you alluded to, uh, Bernard Terry. Of course, uh, anybody that knows anything about music in our area knows Bernard. He was a phenomenal uh, recording engineer and producer, and and was responsible for a lot of big records. Yes, sir. A fantastic human being, by the way. Indeed, indeed, and he will, he will, as they say, he will be missed. Um, but what's what's going on with you, Ross? Is this uh, this song that we heard? Is it part of an album that's being released or has been released? We, as Three Days Dirty, we released a few singles. Um, that one, I wanted. That was our second single, actually, that was released. Um, so everything that we've put out thus far is uh, available on Spotify, of course. 
Um, there's one that I don't believe will make radio, <laughs> regardless of the edit. <laughs> um, that was our first one. And bounce being our second one. Is, we, do you mean? Do you mean there's there are some uh, non-radio friendly lyrics or something in that song? <laughs> uh, is that one of those yeah, things where, in order to bleep it, it would end up sounding like Morse code? Yeah, you're absolutely <laughs> right. I love the way you put that. <laughs> yeah, the overall theme is not exactly radio friendly, but still to this day, one of the favorite things that I did. I've, I've done with Three Days Dirty. Um, there's there's quite a story uh, about how we got together on that one. I'm I'm a drummer, and I do believe you play drums as well, don't you? I do, I do. <laughs> I grew up playing drums for a bunch of uh, metal bands in the Flint area, and uh, I was approached. I guess this is, this is a cliff note version of it. I was approached um, with the idea of playing drums, and of course I jumped on board because I haven't haven't been behind a kit uh, in quite some time. And I thought it was going to be, you know one song bang it out and and just so i really really put a <laughs> put a lot of rock and, and metal influence into that that first one which is blank like that <laughs> bleep <laughs> bleep like that it's that's that's bad when you can't even say the title right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so what's what's going on is is the band together and performing places well because we have done a couple acoustic performances um one was the oh shoot what is it bennett family tavern we did that one live that one was actually uh during the the covid so we we kind of did it in a bar setting so that we could do a live show uh like to stream it on uh on facebook but as far as actually like booking performances before COVID happened, we had this, Alan actually had booked this entire summer tour, uh, which was going to be pretty phenomenal. And then of course, you know, there's nothing we could have done about the pandemic, which squashed all of that, unfortunately. Um, now, was that for this summer or last summer? That would have been for last summer. It feels right. like we lost a whole year, right? <laughs> well, we, we did lose a whole year and, and mm -hmm. it's, um, you know, now all of a sudden it's starting, you know, starting to loosen up and, and people are starting to get out again. A lot of people have gotten vaccinated. And um, so some of the restrictions are, are rolling back. Are you able to revisit some of that schedule and get it pieced together for this summer? We have, we just did a, a benefit for a young man going through some trouble up in uh, Bay City this past Sunday um, but as far as it goes there's, there's really no plan for us to uh, to start doing shows on a regular basis I myself do um, acoustic shows um, just solo performances and I, I have been able to get back into the swing of things you know as best we can during this weird time um, but there is no plan at this point for three days dirty to uh, uh, perform on a regular schedule. We had a whole band set up, a, a lineup of some really great guys, and then it just kind of just swooped right out from under us during that pandemic. You know, well, everybody's it, trying to recover it, from that. It got what I've re what I've heard referred to as twenty twentyed. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> That's um, a fantastic way of putting it. I think everybody can relate to that that saying. Yeah, <laughs> having been twenty twentyed. Um, but, but, but you're out gigging. Where, where are you playing Ross when you're doing your solo thing? And, and are you um, doing original material or covers yeah. or both? 
Both, absolutely, yeah. Um, I have played... Today, actually, my show got canceled. I was supposed to be at the a tin roof in Detroit from three to seven, but with the weather, it was an outdoor stage, so oh, that one yeah. got canceled. But I have played a South End Bar up in Bay City. I've played at Chet's. I've played at Joe's Garage. You know, and a lot of these shows that are coming up, I've played Flanagan's and Lapeer. I've played, you know, a lot of these shows that have come up are are just they're not they're how would you say that they've just come about. It's hard for, you know, it's hard for every owner right now of any type of business. Well, yeah, people don't exactly know, you know, it's been so on again, off again the last few months that um, it's it's hard to plan anything very far in advance. So, you know, it it probably is a lot of uh, of last-minute stuff. Now, um, I've got a break coming up here in about a minute and a half. And, and Ross, can you stick around so we can talk some more in the next segment? Absolutely. After I, uh, after I go to break, we're going to come back with uh, another song uh, from Ross called Loud. What, what are, what are we going to hear when we come back from break? What's that song all about? Loud is a rowdy, rowdy song. Um, <laughs> I actually, <laughs> it's, a, it's about being too rowdy for your own good. Um, I wrote that quite a few years ago, but I just couldn't get it right. And, you know, much like any writer, overly critical of my own stuff. So once that finally came together, that one, that was been one of my favorites that I've, that I've put out. And, you know, again, I hate to be redundant, but uh, the COVID has really stopped me from getting back in the studio to do something new. So it's been a minute since that one's come out. But, again, it's one of my favorites. That was one of the things I was going to ask you about because for uh, songwriters, and I've talked to a number of authors, and, and I get different responses to you know, how productive they've been during this uh, stay-at-home time. Um, mm-hmm. Were you able to do a lot of writing, or like some of us, were you just sort of like a deer caught in the headlights? Well, as ashamed as I am to, <laughs> to have to admit that. You're not alone, not- Ross. Right. Um, there was one of two ways I think people took it, and I think 50% of them really locked down and locked in and put their uh, best efforts forward and, and did a lot of material. I, on the other hand, uh, had recently sold a, a grocery store that my Hello, family owned. Ross, we got to take a break. We'll come back with more music from Ross Reed. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stories. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. 
Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms, and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe Biden from the Blue Lions. Dan Serling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Dr. Comedian Joe Napote. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Ananick. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's, that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I'm willing to admit that. <laughs> hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all always. It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a kind and check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com Hello. Speaking. Oh dear. Honey, our car warranty is expiring again. So soon? It just expired last week. You don't even own a car! Not now, Dana. Your father's on the phone. Hey! Mom and Dad, you're being scammed! It's a robocall! Scammers are using new technology and clever tactics to make more and more calls that look legitimate, but are hard to trace. They can make it look like they're calling from any number, even from numbers of people you know. My robocall crackdown team is working with state and federal partners to stop the robocalls for good, but I need your guys' help. Don't trust your caller ID. Verify you're really talking to the person whose number appears when your phone rings. If you accidentally answer a robocall, hang up right away. Engaging in conversation will only lead to more calls. Use a call blocking app on your cell phone that stops robocalls before they interrupt your day. And if you do get a robocall, File a complaint with my office online at mi.gov slash robocalls. And mom, dad, please do not give your information out to these scammers over the phone. They're just trying to trick you. Well, at least they call. No, I get it. You're busy. But you know, Janine's daughter is a doctor. She calls every week. A doctor. I'm Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel. Visit mi.gov slash agcomplaints for your connection to consumer protection. Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to Tom Sumner Program. Now I've been on that straight and narrow for way too damn long. I'll have a smoke and a stiff drink at a dive ball where they play Cash and Skinner songs. Yeah, my jeans are muddy and my truck's still dirty, but I ain't breaking any lawns. I'm about to take a match and light it on up. I've been a cage dog for too long. I want to sum my boots, drink draft beer, and pass around a dry
stage stand I put that fire in your head It was bound to happen I get these bad habits I'm a hell-raising type of man It will all forgive me I guess I'm just thirsty Bone red neck and brown Tonight I'm going out to Some my boots, tree draft beer And pass around a dry clear See all my buddies Hitting on honey's line They ain't got no fear It's been a hell of a week And I can't stop now Cause the sun's just going down Tonight I'm going out loud I'm going out loud I'm going out loud Now that's the way to get your Memorial Day weekend started with a little music like that. Loud from Ross Mead, who joins me by phone. Hey, welcome back, Ross. Thank you so much for having me once again, Tom. And thanks for uh, sticking around. Sorry to make you sit through all that, uh, the commercial mm-hmm. break and uh, and all that, but uh, I appreciate you hanging around. And uh, again, the song was called Loud. We have another one coming up in, uh, in just a little bit, but we'll... Uh, talk a little bit first do you have any uh uh gigs booked where people can uh can get out and see you and and hear some of your songs uh i have a gig coming up on june 5th uh at the tin roof in detroit that was supposed to be today but with the inclement weather it's been right. rescheduled uh for the tin roof detroit it's a rain day <laughs> yeah yes it is yes sir and and what else i, I cut you off i'm sorry no, 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 you're fine. Uh, the Tin Roof is uh, rescheduled for June 5th, 2 p.m. to 6 p.m. Let's see what else I got here. You know what? I have the whole weekend off this weekend, which is, I mean, used to be very rare that I'd have a whole weekend off. But the June 11th, I will be in Bay City at the South End Bar. And the 12th, I have a private party. And then on June 18th, actually, I will be going to see another local musician for a CD release party. Uh, that's uh, local uh, Billy Gunther and Frankenmuth. Oh, cool. Yeah, absolutely. I like to get out and support local artists. You know, it's, it's odd. A lot of people ask me, do you know this band or this band? And I'm like, no, but here's why. Um, we all work the same days. <laughs> that's true. So, 
That's that's yeah. true. And that happens to me a lot about drummers. People will find out, oh, hey, you play drums? Do you know this guy? And I, no, not really. You know, sometimes I've heard of him because we have, you know, mutual friends and stuff. But, but you're right. You get locked into, you know, working the same schedules and, and not getting a chance to get out and around and, and hear other people. And kudos to you for getting out to check out uh, Billy Gunther's release party. Um, Absolutely. Tonight I'm going to Scooters to see Six Shot, Six Shot Whiskey. All right. Um, my, since my show got canceled, I, you know, I like to, I like to go see bands too. <laughs> you know. <laughs> are Are you playing mostly uh, mostly acoustic guitar and and doing solo stuff uh, with the the gigs you've got scheduled right now, or do you have some things lined up uh, as a drummer? Um, no, you know what? I, I am doing a lot of uh, just solo acoustic stuff. That's that's really all I do. Um, I've kind of retired from playing drums. It's just uh, anybody, well, you know, it, it's a lot of work. <laughs> it's a lot of work carrying gear in and out. I haven't had a, a full band since uh, the pandemic hit. Um, I used to front Ross Mead and North Country. Um, but when the pandemic hit, you know, it, it was just... Uh, I think a lot of bands suffered the same amount of uh, grief over the that time period. I think a lot of bands didn't make it through uh, that pandemic, you know? You know, it, so, I'm glad you mentioned that because we talk a lot about small businesses and restaurants that, that didn't survive. And we've certainly talked about how hard the pandemic has been on artists and, and musicians. But the idea that that thriving bands went under you know for lack of work is uh, something that doesn't get talked about very much yeah i know it's been hard on an awful lot of uh, a lot of people and you know i'm kudos to those bands that were able to uh you know lock in and, and write more material and sharpen their show and sharpen their you know their product and their brand kudos to those folks that were able to do that uh, and you know, I think it's just unfortunate the way that you know work kind of, just like you said, it just kind of disappeared. It fizzled out. You know. Uh, do you know Todd Gilbert? Uh, yes, I do. Yes. Yeah. Now Todd is uh, the other side of the coin. He he used the downtime to complete a whole bunch of projects, and he literally released three albums during the last year and a half. That's phenomenal. I, I know, I, but but that's that's the uh, you know the the uh, exception that proves the rule. Um, you know, not not many people were able to to be that productive and that focused. But uh, it's going to be interesting to see what new projects form going forward. No, I'm looking very forward to that. You know, some of these guys that came three albums. That's just it's mind-blowing. <laughs> well, a lot of work. One, one was pretty well finished. You know, I mean, he had recorded one of the three, and and he just f did the finishing touches on it. But he completed pretty much from the ground up two more albums during the pandemic. Mm, and, that's, that's amazing. And one was kind of a specialty thing. He did a Christmas album. <laughs> oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... Uh, it, but but it's it's going to be interesting to see what happens now. You said you've kind of retired from playing drums. Does that mean that uh, songwriting has kind of taken over? 
Absolutely. That is that is my, like, I got my head and my nose to the grindstone as far as new material coming. I've got, I've had a lot of things uh, happen. Um, you know, Three Days Dirty, we went to Nashville and we recorded um, our newest release, which is called Tailgate. And once that happened, a lot of things that I'm not at liberty to, to really discuss at the moment really kind of opened up. And so that's, that's really put me back on the path of, of getting back to work. I was saying before the break that I had uh, sold the, the family grocery store that we owned. Yeah. And, you know, working you know, 10, 12, 14-hour days, seven days a week takes a toll around a, a household. So I've really, during the pandemic, I've taken an awful lot of time to uh, just catch up on, on things uh, here at home, you know, some random mundane things like cleaning the gutter or, yeah. you know, fixing, fixing this, that, and the other. Things that got neglected when you worked that many hours, you know. During that time period, I was doing four shows a week, too. So I was working 10, 12 hours at the family grocery store and, and then uh, also doing four gigs a week, you know. So that's, that's really where I put my head at. And it's time to get back to work. You know, things are opening back up. It's funny you say that about, you know, mundane projects and getting caught up on things. I talked to some people that are in the home improvement business, and they said... Uh, that home improvement and do-it-yourself home improvement projects kind of exploded <laughs> when yeah. it was, everybody was stuck at home and a lot of people were off work and you know there there are these projects around the house that nag at you but usually you're too busy to let it bother you but when you just sit there staring at them it's time to do something i have a whole google sheet of what we'll call the honey-do list and uh <laughs> i'm not doing i'm not doing too good on knocking things off of there <laughs> but you know, with the prices of, of wood right now, which is just through the roof, you know, yeah. um, some projects have to take a back seat. Gosh, you'd have to take well, that. Well, yeah, the cost of wood is, what, <laughs> doubled and or, or tripled? I think it's tripled. Yeah, yeah, I think it's tripled. So those projects, those, those kind of, those are getting left out for the time being. Hopefully when things get back to normal, you know, we can pick those up. But things like... Fixing the tractor and plowing up the garden, uh, those those types of things are, are really getting taken care of. <laughs> well, that's that's great. How much backlog of, of material do you have um, that you could be uh, recording and, and releasing? Well, I have a song that I've been waiting to put out for quite some time um, called Sundresses. Um, but past that, I, I have... Just like any writer, I, I kind of select the ones that I feel the strongest are the strongest choices. Um, so I, I did a, a version of uh, Girls Like You from Maroon 5, which you can hear on uh, Spotify or Pandora, pretty much anywhere. I actually shot a video with some friends uh, of that, uh, which is on YouTube right now. It's been up for a minute. Um, I've, I've got uh, Tonight's Our Night, which I recorded with Mario Warfield. Um, which is also available online. And I have one of my strongest songs, which I feel I, I actually won a, uh, a writing contest uh, with that one through Touch Tunes, which is the jukebox company. So mm. that one's called Closer to Home. I, was, I wrote that quite, a, quite some time ago when I was still playing with uh, Ross Mead and the Yankee Trash Band. Uh, but that one's well, you're, reading, you're reading my mind, Ross, because that's the song I have uh, <laughs> queued up. Uh, to end our oh. to end our interview with, so we'll be hearing that song in in just a few minutes. 
Fantastic. Thank you again for having me, Tom. I really appreciate being on your show. No, and I appreciate you taking the time to do it. And, you know, I, I had almost completely forgotten about Ross Mead in Northern Country. I, in, in fact, you've got me, you know, kind of in between uh, uh, our conversation. I've, I've been kind of searching the, uh, the library here because I think I might <laughs> have some. Um, but uh, recording-wise... Is the idea of putting together an album of material um, and and holding material back until the release of a full-length album, is is that kind of fading a little bit as, as people get are more able to just release songs as they're finished? Well, in my humble opinion, at this point, at this time, this day and age, I guess, uh, putting out singles is really a little more beneficial for artists like myself, at least. I can't speak for everybody. But, of course, everybody wants to put out a body of work. But I do believe that releasing singles and being able to promote them, whether it be on, you know, your website, which, you know, everybody who is doing what I do, I suppose, has a very professional website. Mine is rossmead.com, of course. But I think rather than putting out an entire body of work, almost like completing a project, you feel very, you know, you, it's it's a good feeling to put out a huge project and a body of work like that. But I think to for me, at least, putting out singles is a little more beneficial because it's the way people have changed how they listen to music now, you know. Everything is, is very digital. So to put out an entire album and to try to promote that and pump an entire album is, is a more daunting task rather than being able to focus on just one single and put all your energy into that, which is, I think, what most people are doing now. Just my humble opinion, of course. Yeah, but that makes a lot of sense, and I'm glad you... I was going to ask you to share your uh, website with people so that... Now, now, do you have things posted there so people can... Um, check out your work, past, present, and future, and, and sort of keep track of gigs as they come up? Absolutely. And as most most people, I think, are, are taking to social media, which Facebook Facebook has all of my shows every, every time I try to create an event for it and uh, invite as many people out as possible, one for myself and two for the people and three for the venues. You know, it's a handshake type of deal between an artist and a venue. So on my website, I do have um, links where you can purchase, uh, download my songs, look for um, my YouTube stuff as I'm there, and I try to keep it as updated as possible. You know, but what one thing that I don't do, I'm pretty guilty of, is, is not updating, like, just filler. You know, I don't want to just put out nothing. It's a, it's a lot of, like, if there's no real reason to put something out I, I i don't really put it out you know if you've ever been to uh instagram you'll see to keep relevant um people will post pictures of just about anything I, i'm pretty guilty of not really updating social media as often as i should on my instagram is there a lot of <laughs> pictures of things that i've cooked or grilled or you know fancy cocktails <laughs> i made but past that you know I, i'm not going to put a picture of my shoe <laughs> online just to just to keep relevant but yeah absolutely if you check out rossmead.com it's i've i've re uh given it an overhaul over the last couple of months just to give it a new look you know i like much like everybody i get i get bored in the media you know everybody wants something an update all the time um 
um, I guess that's that's one of my downfalls. I don't uh, update things as often as people would like. Well, what are you going to do uh, the rest of the weekend? You're going to go out and hear a band tonight. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go see my friends. Uh, actually, Michael Ford, who used to play with uh, Ross Mead North Country, has just joined uh, Six Shot uh, Whiskey with Justin Rose, and uh, my buddy's there. Uh, I think uh, that's that's definitely probably going to happen. I've got a friend in who um, in town who is uh, a part of the United States Army, who, so he's on uh, break right now. He's in town. We're going to probably rush out there and hang out, have some some cocktails and watch some fantastic music. And then I do believe I'm going to fire up the smoker uh, and put some, hopefully, weather weather permitting, um, put some uh, meats in the smoker there and just kind of relax. It's it's rare that I have an entire weekend where I don't have many plans. So, Well, it looks like gonna, Sunday and Monday are going to be good for that. I'm hoping so. I've got some jet skis I might take out to the lake, you know, have a, have a couple of... Uh, wobble pops out on the lake and <laughs> just try to relax what are your plans for the weekend man uh, about about the same um I, I i'm not going out anywhere i'm i'm holding back till the fourth of july that's just a, a personal deadline that i set um sure. i'm gonna have a little get together on the fourth of july but i'll probably uh fire up the grill and and cook some food out this weekend and um putts around the the homestead here a little bit get some outdoor projects done weather permitting um sounds about like the most fantastic weekend <laughs> yeah, well yeah i'm thinking so i i'm i'm looking forward to it and i uh really appreciate you spending this time with me this morning ross we're we're just about a minute away from uh, wrapping things up but thanks so much Absolutely, Tom, and thank you so much for all your support. Thank you for having me today on your show. Uh, I, I just, just uh, This has been a really good experience for me, my friend, and I really appreciate everything that you do. All right. Well, thank you, and take care. Have a good weekend. Absolutely. Have Bye. a good weekend, my friend. Bye. Bye. Well, I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The talent pool in and from Flint and the surrounding areas is as good as any you're going to find anywhere in the world. And... Uh, to uh, prove my point, we have more music from Ross Mead coming up, a song called Closer to Home. And uh, that's actually kind of a, an interesting sentiment as much time as we've all been spending at home. But here's a great way to kick off your weekend. About a man who came from nothing Knit our shores on his hands and knees He cried when he saw the hard land He met the lady called Found himself some steady work Began a little life He's got stories of his own life I just couldn't believe When he asked me to tell my story About my family tree well, My grandpa was born a Cherokee Daddy came from Irish soil 
Grandma's kin was from Germany Then he stopped me right there I thought I saw a tear He said So much closer than we know Cause everything you're saying Makes me feel A little closer to home Pulled out of my gas station Where I worked for almost nothing Left a tip and left me thinking about how I left to become something I still haven't made it to those bright lights I lay staring at the ceiling almost every single night I thought about that man that night But I just couldn't I said it to you I'm so much closer than I know Cause everything he was saying Made me feel A little closer to Our lives have been turned upside down by COVID-19. When a vaccine becomes available, it's critical that all of us get it. What we do as individuals will impact everyone's health, including those who can't get the vaccine. We won't get through this unless everyone takes part. Now is the time to get up to date on all recommended vaccines for both kids and adults. Experts say it's more important than ever for everyone to get their flu vaccine this year. And if you're older, you should get both the flu and pneumonia vaccines since both illnesses can make COVID-19 even worse. Vaccines are available at a lot of convenient places. So be an example for friends and loved ones and encourage them to get vaccinated too. We all want to reunite, travel, and get back to school and work. But that means we all need to get on board. This is the time to do what's right for each other. Get vaccinated. It's our best shot.
Hey, this is Tom from the Tom Sumner Program. Catch me and a gaggle of great guests weekdays on Our Voices Radio, WFOVLP 92.1 FM. You never know who might drop by. Joe By from the Blue Hawaiian. Dan Sterling. Congressman Dan Kildee. Alexander Zondrick. Actor, comedian Joe Napote. Woodrow Stanley. U.S. Senator Debbie Stabenow. State Senator Jim Ananick. Comedian Brian McCree. The unknown comic. Mark Farner. And Tom, I want you to know Tom's my friend. You, you've always got great questions, and you know the material, and you, and you care about it, and it's, uh, it's that's impressive. Nice to be with you, Tom. And I admire you for reading all of that. I haven't read the whole thing. I've got willing to admit that. <laughs> hey, Tom, this is my favorite interview all It's like having coffee at the kitchen table with you. Tune in Monday through Friday from 9 to 12 right here on 92.1 of a Kind. And check out our website at TomSumnerProgram.com. East Village Magazine is the monthly neighborhood magazine read all over Flint. With support from grants, donations, and advertisers, East Village Magazine's talented local writers give you an in-depth look at local news, issues, and people that make Flint, Flint. Copies of East Village Magazine are available at many of your favorite shops and restaurants around Flint or online at eastvillagemagazine.org. East Village Magazine, community-focused and community-supported. Discoveries. They happen when we least expect them in places we thought we knew. And discoveries have a way of teaching us a little more about ourselves along the way. Welcome to Flint and Genesee County. Where up north meets down south. Home to Michigan's largest county park system and a vibrant culture. A place filled with discoveries we've yet to make. Throughout acres of beautiful lakes, wetlands, and woods. And in the diverse city beyond. Where the uplifting melodies of gospel choirs fill the air. Where the work of renowned artists color the galleries and museums. Where the fresh fruits and vegetables at the downtown farmer's market awaken our senses and where the cultural center and planetarium broaden our view of the world. Let's spend a few days enjoying the wonders of Flint and Genesee County, where the joy of discovery is pure Michigan. Your trip begins at michigan.org. MTA Flint is nationally recognized for continually seeking to provide sustainable, reliable, and cost-efficient transportation for individuals throughout the region. Through work-related and non-emergency medical transportation and your ride services, MTA is moving people with future and alternative fuel technologies. More information about MTA Flint and specialized services is available at mtaflint.org. The uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. All the Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone, I got a feeling something strange is about to happen in the Twilight Zone. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Welcome to this presentation of the Comedy Spotlight on the Tom Sumner Program. I would like to take you to the opera where you are going to hear a Mozart opera, which is nothing but an opera written by Mozart. (laughs) This is an opera in one act, and it begins when the curtain rises. Otherwise, you couldn't see a thing. 
The stage setting is a kind of a forest. There are two large trees, which of course indicates the forest. It's a kind of a small forest, but it's a forest. <laughs> First, the tenor comes in. He is supposed to meet his soprano, as they usually call those ladies. But she's a little late this particular season, so he hides himself behind one of the trees in order to surprise her when she comes in a little later, which she does. So when she arrives, she can't find him because he is occupied behind one of the trees. Ah, <laughs> uh, he's with a knife carving her name into the <laughs> scenery. Now, she doesn't know that he is there, but uh, well, as a matter of fact, she must know it because she saw it during rehearsals. <laughs> Either she pretends that she doesn't know it or she's just plain stupid. <laughs> uh, whatever it is, she gets across the stage somehow and takes place behind the other tree, which for the occasion hides her. <laughs> to a certain extent. Now, the chorus comes in, but nobody knows why, except Mozart, and he is dead. <laughs> and that's just too bad. Next, her father comes in, and he is a very old man, primarily because she is a very old soprano. <laughs> and he is very angry because apparently she is not his daughter. Now, this has nothing to do with the opera. I found that out myself. <laughs> and that's what we call research. <laughs> anyway, he decides that he has had enough of her, so he tells her to die, and that's exactly what she's going to do. <laughs> and with that, the opera ends, and people can go home. Now I take you to the opera house where you hear the conductor's footsteps when he enters the orchestra pit. Here he comes. Yeah, he walks sideways. <laughs> and this is the overture. This, ladies and gentlemen, was the first part of the overture. Now you hear the second part, and that's exactly the same. Now this little bloop is an extra bloop. We have in case we shoot one shot of bloops. But that has never happened, so we have a lot of bloops left over. <laughs> now the curtain rises and the tenor arrives. And he's a little tall fellow, he comes in. <laughs> he comes in from the left in a single file. goes behind the tree right away.
Now the leading lady arrives. She is supposed to fill the part of the soprano. Now she not only fills it, she overflows it a little bit. She's a big husk, a big, uh, uh, she's a big soprano, that's what she is. She's what we call a messy soprano. She comes in in a single pile. She also arrives backwards, but nobody notices the difference. goes behind the other tree. <laughs> she can hardly wait because... Uh, see, she is... She supposedly hasn't... She hasn't met him for a long time, so she is just... She's anxious. Now is the time for the chorus. And the light is dimmed, so you can hardly see these people when they arrive, and that's why they're dressed in a kind of cheap underwear. <laughs> Because there is no reason to spend a lot of money for costumes when you can't see them. Right? And that's the way the, way the management of this theater feels about it, and that's the way it's gonna be. <laughs> Here they come. Bread and butter. Now they're all in and they fool around in the dark for a little while. This is a mixed chorus. Bread and butter. <laughs> now they're out, they get the money and go home. Next, a baritone comes in and sings, Toreador, Toreador. But he finds out that he's in the wrong opera. <laughs> now, the father comes in, the old man, and he is the basso. almost now told her what he had to say and she understands him quite well so now she prepares herself to die but before she dies she sings an aria 
the so-called dye area. <laughs> oh, must I die? She seems very happy about it. She dies by stabbing herself between the two big trees. This was another comedy spotlight on the Tom Sumner program. From the Tom Sumner Show. Oh, yeah. Well, that wraps it up for today's edition of the Tom Sumner program. Hope you're. Uh, ready for a uh, great weekend. I know it's a little drizzly today, but uh, better weather ahead during this Memorial Day weekend. And uh, don't forget to remember what Memorial Day is for, but enjoy the three-day weekend and fire up the grill or do what, or travel, do whatever you're wanting to do for uh, Memorial Day. Thanks to all the guests on the show from uh, Shelley Brown, uh, author of Weird Girl Adventures from A to Z in the First Hour, and uh, former ambassador to the Marshall Islands, Tom Armbruster in Hour Two, and our musical guest, Ross Mead. Good night, everybody. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. And thanks for listening.